Hello. Hola. And welcome to Prepare to be Unprepared with Les and Jay. And I'm Jay. I'm gonna be Les today. Perfect. Maybe I'd rather be Jay though. Maybe. I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> I, I'd be going through it, girl. Girl, <laughs> child, going through it. Yeah. Going. Well, that's the only way to, to do it, though. You can't go around it. Mm-hmm. You can't go under it. You gotta go through it. You gotta go through it. Yeah. Adulting is so overrated. Bro, I wish somebody <laughs> told me it was this terrible. Was you one of those kids, though, that just really wanted to hurry up and be, be grown because you had it all figured out? I don't think I like thought I had it all figured out because to be honest I like didn't want I didn't want responsibilities at all mm-hmm. I just wanted to like make a little money and go out to eat <laughs> and that's still all I that really sounds want like my oldest child and right that's now. really all I want to do now you know? but capitalism <laughs> you <Man>. know <laughs> capitalism is it has to be a sin Oh, it has for to be a sure. sin. You know it is because greed is a sin. Yeah, and and, and capitalism is greed. Yeah, it, that's all. It's it is. greed's wife. Yeah. Um, I seen I came across a TikTok I think yesterday, mm-hmm. and you know when you don't have your volume on right away, but you can see the person like talking, and you like oh they just ranting about something. Mm-hmm. But for whatever particular reason, it it looked like I needed to engage in this <laughs> in this post, like it was yeah. gonna be tea, you know. Uh-huh. And the girl, she was like, "Man, I I'm just crying because I just can't make it. Like I, I can't make it. You know, we this whole hustle hard mentality. We are not supposed to be like this. Yeah, yeah. And that and that was the grunt of her of her post. She was like, "This can't be life." This she goes, "Listen." I'm sober. I'm seven years sober. Prior to that, I was addicted to heroin for X amount of years. And she goes, I, don't get me wrong. I, I love being sober and I'm going to stand in my sobriety. But what, what did, did I get sober for this? Yeah. She's like, when I was, she goes, yeah, I was doing something awful, whatever, just getting high. But I wasn't dealing with this shit. Mm-hmm. Like being stressed out. Yeah. Well, she, I mean, and that's what it is. It was an ex- escape and from it was a, this. From this. Yeah. From this. And she's like. Um, you know, Life I didn't have to pay terrible. bills. I didn't have to do all this. So she's back in school working on her third degree so she can get to a more fulfilling job because the job she's at right now, she has two degrees, okay? Like two graduate uh-huh. degrees, uh-huh. whatever. That's crazy. That it is absolutely insane. That's eight years of your life. Eight years. but then, Might as well be a doctor, girl. It, girl, sis. But not even that. Um, The debt that you might be accruing for Oof. school, right? Yeah. So she was like, I was like, this girl's gonna pull out a chunk of hair. Mm-hmm. She but and she spoke pure facts. Mm-hmm. She, you, I don't know what state she was in, but something to the degree of like making eighty grand off the rip as a solo person. Uh huh. And eighty grand still don't ain't, ain't enough, girl. For basic. Yeah, not if you got kids or nothing. She, mm-hmm. Yeah, she did. She had one child. Oh, oh that's no. what she said. She said. She got her second degree so she can get a more paying job just to be able to pay daycare. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. That's why I don't I don't have my son in daycare. Everyone always asks me, why don't you have Jude in daycare? He needs to be in daycare. And I said, girl. Are you going to sponsor us? I, well, I was like, if I work more to have Jude in daycare, I'll just be working to pay daycare. Facts. Big facts. And, and daycare, not girl. Mm-mm. My friend's son, they had him outside in 110 degree weather running around. He threw up. He was running. After like 10 minutes. What? 
Yeah, because yeah. even outside in 110 that she was like, I didn't put his hair up because I didn't think they were going outside. It's hot out. Yeah, I'm not out. Yeah, and she because he has you know like thick curly hair, mm-hmm. and so like when his hair's down, it's hot, girl. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, he threw up. Oh, Lord. they sent him home because he was too. He had he, like he was getting exhausted from the heat. Poor thing. I know. Poor thing. That yeah, that's that's. <laughs> come on, come on, daycare providers. You literally. Yeah, we got to do a little bit better. But yeah, this 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 rant, I, and I kept listening to it because I was like, I probably missed something in the first time I listened to it. But it's for for the for the weaker minded. It's discouraging. Right. It's discouraging. That's why you got people that don't want to have kids, right? Me. You have people that... While I have a kid. <laughs> people that don't believe in the college system, the educational system. Me. Um, and people that will probably um, stay living with their parents or the previous generation for a majority of their adulthood. Uh, yeah, that would have been me. Cause I, <laughs> if, if I didn't have a baby, that would have been me. I told my mom that, though. I was like, I'm not moving out until I'm married or have I, have, I have a kid. Because it's life is that life, hard. Life, life is not. And, I mean, before. And it takes away from the quality of life. Well, yeah, and before I was making, like, $14,000 a year. Girl, so it's like. Poverty. Yeah, literally, poverty. poverty. Yeah, no. I tell my kids, like, um, that they can stay with me as long as they need mm-hmm. to. I'm I'm good with that as long as you're not disrupting the home atmosphere and you know you're pushing towards your goals. Mm-hmm. You know one of them should be to not stay with me. Yeah, but, <laughs> but no, nah, I'm definitely down with that support system and being a, a team, a family unit because I don't want to send them out there to fail. Yeah, why you would know? you? Not that, I don't understand that. Like kicking your kid out at 18, girl, for what? What in the... You just give up all your parental... Yeah. Like, oh, oh this it's, is... It's 12.01 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Daniel got a, a text from his dad, I think, on his 20th birthday. Mm-hmm. And at the time, he didn't have a job because they had just moved here and he, like, couldn't find a job. Mm-hmm. And he was like, happy birthday. If you don't get a job in a month, you're going to be kicked out. Oh, what? Yeah. You know what? He That's got a job, though. <laughs> It, it, but but his dad got him the job, I think. <coughs> was he just trying to put a little fire under his ass? I, I think he was just being an a-hole. Can we just be uh, more tactful and not throw our kids to the wolves, yeah. please? Well, no, he doesn't, he doesn't really, I don't know. I think it was just like a bluff because, I mean, his, like all his kids lived, like his uh, <laughs> oldest son was living there until he was, or middle son, sorry. He was 21. I mean, and he moved out on his own, like, he was just like, F it, I don't want to live here, and left. And like, left. it wasn't even like he got, you know what I mean? I was def- I was that type of kid, and I did feel like, I just feel like <laughs> I could do it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, shit got real, real fast uh, when I was not an uh, authorized user on those credit cards that my parents provided after. <laughs> um, but I will say this, when you... I don't want to say like have the carpet pulled from underneath you, mm-hmm. but when your security blanket is taken away to an extent, mm-hmm. it forces you to do what you have to to dig. That's deep true, and do what you have to do. Yeah, and that's it, how. Like once, once I like moved out of my mom's house, I mm-hmm. was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. and I was lucky enough to um, Daniel and I li- uh, lived with his cousin. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, you guys just split the rent. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? And we split. I think she covered the, I don't even know. I, I know I paid half of the rent. Mm-hmm. Like, that was it. And then I think I paid for, like, the elect, half of the electricity mm-hmm. or something like that. A very, a very fair deal. Yeah. Because I know people 
that probably try to come up off of their kids or mm-hmm. will allow someone to stay with them uh-huh. just to come up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and do that's, that's, that's just to pay sick. their rent. Just yeah, to yeah, pay yeah. their rent. Yeah, they'll and charge it's like, you their whole rent. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you don't even like this person. But yeah. you would sit there and allow them to share a dwelling with yeah, you. Yeah, that's crazy. For you, you know, that, yeah. that's absolutely nuts. But what are we talking about today? Other than that real life shit right Yeah, there. sorry guys. That was a... <laughs> Uh, what is a, a six minute, eight minute intro? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> we're talking about uprooting, and what was the other one, Leslie? Mm, having your light dim. Oh, your, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dimming yeah. your light. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I come up with these thoughts, right? Or I might like hear something that really like resonates with me. Maybe even my life at some point, because. Uh, my life's a bit of a mess right now, guys, but that's an exclusive. <laughs> yeah, you got to be a client for that. You got to be a client for the TT. Um, you got a book. <laughs> but I was thinking of um, the whole uprooting stuff. Like, I guess it kind of comes back around to, like, a 180 in a sense, you know, removing yourself or just um, knowing. Okay, so you know people that jump around, jump around, jump around, mm-hmm. right? We'll call them... Um, from a stylist perspective, like a stylist that can't really get somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I used to think maybe they just don't have a clear, like a, a path, a, a path yeah, of, yeah. of the direction that they want to go in. Mm-hmm. But certain people are just kind of self-destructive. Oh, yeah. And inconsistent, mm-hmm. right? And the mind might tell them that they are actually being um, like a rebel. Like, like yeah. putting themselves out there. Yeah. You know, like, they got the balls to jump around. Yeah. Not really realizing that you're all over the place. Yeah. Right? And you lack stability or, yeah. you know. And I think that, I feel like that comes down to, like, just, like, motivation. Motivation? Because I feel like a lot of those people, I mean, it's not all of them, but a lot of them will, like, find a, like, find a reason to not like their job mm-hmm. or, like, or so one, or just pull all or the like one, yeah, it. yes, mm-hmm. like all they see is the negatives, or they don't like they don't learn from anything. Mm-hmm. They just like think that everyone else is wrong, and that like obviously it's got to be something else that's the problem, not them. That is a horrible, horrible mindset, girl. And I know a couple of people like that, <laughs> <laughs> but I wonder like if having a creative mind if that's a conflict do you know what i'm saying yeah i think it can be because i feel like a lot of people this is not to say that like every creative is like mentally ill but like but it (laughs) is most of us are but no but for real though like a lot like you know the greatest like yeah. uh, painters, right, musicians, right, right. they were all fucking Edgar, crazy. Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah, and, you know you hear about their yeah Picasso and... cutting his ear off yeah, or whatever. Yeah. That's the right person. They go out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pablo, yeah. I love Pablo. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, there's just like at I feel like sometimes creative people that are like driven by creativity don't like they they, can't. they lack the like sensibility. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I know this girl. She we went to hair school together then she uh what did she do after that then she was like a lifeguard then she was girl she just like <laughs> it was like all over the place and like you know at first i was like well maybe she's just trying to like hustle because she's or... well like hustle because she's got a kid mm-hmm. then she came and worked at my salon she's just 
not. She just ain't. she just I I so it's like it's almost like delusion. Because mm. it's like, like we even had the conversation. Um, like, what do you do if someone tries to like rob us? Mm-hmm. Like we just had like a safety conversation, mm-hmm. and she was like. Well, I'm just gonna tell them that they need to leave, and I'm. Uh, what if I want to fight back? And I'm like, Girl. I'm like, the money, the two hundred dollars <laughs> in the cash register, is not worth your no. life. You got a child. You got a child to live for, sister. Yeah, and then you know, you know, now she's doing very delusional. Yeah, but now she's doing great. You know, doing hair. No, she's not doing hair at all. But you know, whatever. God, yeah, that's that's you know, that's sometimes the people's path. They just yeah. realize they can't work in like a salon setting and they 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 want to fuel their creativity but they don't want to work with people okay Mm -hmm. okay got you got you that's see and that's okay now i mean it it makes sense what i you know i understand the importance of stability Mm -hmm. because i can't be all over the place because i feel unstable and that kind of triggers anxiety for me, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you got to have systems in place and all that stuff. Yeah. But I think that... Now, that one was just delusional. Let, let's yeah. just say that. Yeah. Because I'm going to give you the money from the register. Here, take the whole register. Yeah, girl. I'm like, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, that's not even your money. Give that's it to the, them. Yeah, right. Why like, are you so I was like, we work for this place. We're going to get paid regardless. <laughs> exactly. They're just going to file a complaint. I don't right. know what to... Mm. But the thought, the mental thought of like uprooting mm. and going and planting your roots somewhere else, mm-hmm. right? Scary. Because you can really just be in a in a bad garden, yeah. you know? You could be in an ungrowing, unthriving yeah. garden. No minerals. No minerals. The no dirt. Water, it's no dust bowl. It's it's the dust bowl in here. It is a Las Vegas desert. <laughs> but um. Yeah, and you need to go where, you know, things are being properly cultivated, right? Right. But I I just, I was thinking, like, you know, creatives can't do that because they feel like their light is being dimmed. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just staying somewhere, being too stagnant for too long or Mm -hmm. something like that. Yeah. So what, what do you see or address when you're like, yeah, I can't be here? I don't need to. I'm well, telling you because people don't understand. Yeah. Or if you're that that overachiever kind of. Yeah. You'll dwell. Yeah. In something mm-hmm. just to prove to yourself you can stick something out. Oh yeah. Because I've done that before. Yeah, I have too. Um, typically, I mean, when I want to leave, it's like a usually like it's a long time coming. Like, I've been upset. I've been annoyed. I've been, like, uncomfortable with the way things are going. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like... How much time do you give yourself? Do you give yourself time? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I don't just, like, straight up be like, I'm going to quit today. Yeah. Like, I want to make sure I have things in place. And, like, that's why when, um, when I left our other place... Mm-hmm. When I texted you, I was like, girl, I don't know what to do. And you were just like, come on over. Come on, come She's over. like, we're going to figure it out. Yeah. And, like, that... Like, that was what I needed because, like, at the other place, it was, like, promise of helping you and mm-hmm. promise of doing all these things. Empty promises. Yes. And Empty then promises. and then it was a lot of, like, can you help me do this? Can you help me do this? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I triple book. Can you blow dry this girl's hair? Can you curl this hair? And I was like, girl, I'm not I'm an no assistant. I'm for you, honey. I'm not an assistant. Yeah. And, like, you know, it was just, like, it was a lot. It, and it be, it, That becomes abusive, too. Yeah, and know? it was just, like, I felt like I was taken advantage of. Right. And... 
like especially when it's presented in the form of friendship yeah and it was just like like for like she just made it seem like she was gonna help me and she never really did but here's the thing you were helping her more than oh she was yeah helping you hell yeah so what point see that that, that was a bad garden oh, yeah, a very <laughs> that bad was garden a dust bowl yeah um you know in in communication yeah communicate just say listen this is where I am. This is where this is where I'm at. Yeah. This is where I'm trying to go. Yeah. Are you down for the ride? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you can't you can't do somebody like that. No. You know what I mean? You can't do somebody like that because people will recognize. Okay, you don't got your shit together, mm-hmm. and you're blending my shit with yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just not healthy. Yeah. I um. Do you feel like it was a a situation though of really just uprooting like were your yeah. roots planted there were you invested there were you I think I was in the beginning yeah no uh, you were you yeah. definitely were um but that was just because I, I like was starting out on my yeah. own for the first time and being I was, independent yeah but I think like for me a lot of like I have a lot of change happen at once mm-hmm. like uh, same like um to the point like where when you that, can't control nothing. Yeah, like when I left that place, I was supposed to have surgery and then didn't have surgery. Mm-hmm. And then um, instead of like waiting, because my boyfriend and I were like looking for apartments or whatever, my boyfriend was like, let's just go look for apartments since we already have the day off. Yeah. And like that did all happen like and then June the same and then month it was, or something. It was all like it, within two weeks. Yeah. Like I, you know, I quit that job I was like I'm gonna come back you told me like you can come after you're like recovering or whatever mm-hmm. I don't even remember I, yeah 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 I was yeah, telling was. you after your procedure yeah and then yeah. I didn't end up having that so I just waited until after my son's birthday but you were very much working yeah up until going to have that procedure yes that uh, grit that's the grit right and there then, and then um I, what else happened then I think something else happened. I can't really remember, but like it was a lot. It was a lot, and that summer in general was a lot for me mm-hmm. because I was like, I just got diagnosed with PTSD. I went through like this whole was, yeah. thing. It was all at the same time, and I think that's honestly what triggered it. Mm-hmm. It was just like I don't want to live. I don't want to be somewhere that I don't like it. Right. Or, like I don't like coming to because you gonna you want to talk about PTSD. That's gonna take you over the yeah mountain top. And and even like um you know I had told Jill like uh-huh. I was like I was like I was like sorry if I'm being a little weird lately like I, my just my social battery is just like really low. Mm-hmm. And so like I really only have like That's such a beautiful way of putting it. And I, I was like I really only have enough to give to my clients. That's it. And she was like that's okay baby like yeah. you're good like we love you like blah blah. blah. Another girl, she was like girl. She's just talking about herself. Listen. You know how that Listen, goes. Listen, man. <laughs> you know how that goes. Come on now. So, um yeah, I just, I, f- I feel like that all happens at around the same time. And then, you know, for us, like, starting our podcast, I started working on my branding. Mm-hmm. I started, like, I started doing all it of all, these it does, things. And it happens like that f- for me, too. Mm-hmm. And, and when it happens like that, that's why, I, you know, people say, you work better under pressure. It, I do. Mm-hmm. Because that, when everything happens at once like that, you're forced. Yeah. You are absolutely forced to make moves, mm-hmm. whether you want to or not, yeah. because life is going to life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're in the thick of it. Mm-hmm. 
but I must say, damn, you, when you, you say it out loud and now I remember mm-hmm. all these things happening mm-hmm. and you was just, you was holding that shit down, girl. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, girl. Just go, just doing it. Well, I mean, I was depressed, so that's probably, <laughs> I was just like crying at home. A good cry is, is always needed. Necessary. I know. I know. You know, yeah, I, gosh, man, Jordan, my bookie. <laughs> um, same for me, though. You know what I've been through. And it's yeah. just, it's been constant. Like, uh, I'm such a proud Leo, and this is our month. Whoop, whoop. The August Leo. Yeah. I say that. But, um. Sorry, Mom. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. But I take and I, I've been tight. <laughs> yeah. I've been tight. I, I want to get through, you know, my mom's anniversary, but I'm definitely going to flip it and do the things that she would have enjoyed. I'm going to celebrate her life, right? Because mm-hmm. she was just so happy and would have wanted that yeah but life is lifing mm-hmm. and it's and and i knew maybe i don't want to say i manifested because this is not something i would want to manifest uh-huh. but you know shit starts unraveling heavily all around yeah. and it's almost like a distraction from you doing what you need to do yeah and it's easy to get sucked in and not do the things that you need to do right but i can't I, I can't. It's it's time to to, to uproot, mm-hmm. and you know my my light just can't be dimmed. It's, no. it, it, it's too bright over here. Stevie Wonder can see his shit. Over here. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I I just it, I, I was thinking about that because I know you go to these environments, work environments like a salon or something yeah. like that, right? Mm-hmm. You're learning, you're getting acclimated, and you might have a really big personality because mm-hmm. stylists typically do, mm-hmm. but to conform with certain, you know. Yeah, and that's, like, something I, I don't like about the beauty industry mm-hmm. is that, like, um, to be deemed, like, professional mm. and all of these certain things, you basically have to conform to, like, whiteness. Mm. And it's annoying it's to me. It's weird. But they, are, like, at the same time, a lot of them preach, like, be yourself. Mm-hmm. Show people who they you do. are. But they, like, if I walked into a salon where every person was wearing one of those hats. Girl, one of those boho, big brim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would be like. 23, I was like, this place isn't for me. You, are, you know yeah. it off the rip. Because it's just, like, it's. It's like I don't I don't want my clients to feel like they have to be a certain way mm-hmm. just to present and come and get Yeah, their and done. like I want my clients to feel comfortable, to be able to relax, to be able to do these things and not have to worry about what anybody else thinks about mm-hmm. them. On on appearance alone. Yeah. Cuz you know people are judgmental. Yeah. People are beyond judgmental. Yeah. But going back to our conversation when I first got here, before mm-hmm. we started recording, mm-hmm. it's about that projection. Yeah, girl. it's It really is. It's like these people want, it's like they want cookie cutters, but they also want you to be creative in yourself. And it's like, well, which one do you want? Which one do you want? Because yeah. you're really not going to get both from mm-hmm. me. You're never going to get both from me. No. I'm, well, I'm never a cookie cutter, yeah. girl. It's, it's, it's not. But gosh, I'm, man, I almost feel like I'm living in an alternate, in an alternate reality sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, sometimes I wake up and I'm like, this can't be real life. This can't be real like life. all that that stuff that happened like the two weeks ago with that other client, and then oh. and then the um the girl. blanket fiasco, um. <laughs> and then my windshield broke, oh, and I was like, girl, what? Make the? it stop. What the hell? And then that weekend, um, I got it fixed. Then we went to a fu- or somebody died, oh, and then we God. went to a funeral, and then we got we stalled 
on the side. On in the worst area. Literally ever. the Cajon Pass, girl. Oh my God. And I was like, what the... And, I, you know, I'm glad that we weren't, like, going into California yeah, you on could the have been in ba- Pass. You could have been in Baker or somewhere where just... There's nothing. nothing. Yeah. yeah. And so, like... And there really was nothing for, like, a couple of miles. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, girl, that was... How long were you guys, like, waiting there? Like, probably an hour and a half. Oh, Because we left at 7. Uh-huh. Probably more than that. Yeah, we left at 7, so we were supposed to get home at, like, 11.50. <laughs> But that was to like my father in law's house, mm-hmm. and we got there at at one thirty, so two hours. Yeah, in. and then we got home at two. But again, I'm telling you because I'm talking to you, and you was like just cool as oh, a girl, cucumber. I was not cool as a cucumber. I was trying not to have a panic attack, <laughs> and I was like, and then stress Daniel out. Well, that's the thing because I was actually supposed to be driving. Uh-huh. And I, like, I was in pain all day because we were standing outside for a long period of time. Because it was a Catholic ceremony. Oh, you, you know. Yeah. They, they take the whole day. The and, whole day. And so I had been in pain since we left the house. Mm-hmm. And then that just exacerbated it. And then by the time we were leaving, because I was, like, holding Jude and, like, we say this about the Tully family. Well, I say this about the Tully family. I was like, it's a Tully goodbye because it takes forever. <laughs> And like, like you say, we're gonna say goodbye, and then we end up having like full com- go- goodbyes later, full, like full conversations with like eight different people, and uh-huh. I'm like, oh my god, you know. <laughs> and so by the end of it, I was like, like we were walking out the door, and then somebody's like, hey, Daniel, and I was like, Ugh. and I just, like I literally like I was like, okay, bye, and I, I wa- want to sit in the car, and I I walked out into the hallway and just started crying because I was in so much pain because I was holding Jude while in pain, uh-huh. so that was adding to the pain. Oh lord. And I was like, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. And so I did. I ended up not driving, and then that happened. And I was like, well, thank God you were driving because I don't, I would have freaked out. Did the car just shut? Down? No. So it didn't shut off. It basically threw itself into neutral, and you couldn't. Oh. You could, and it was in drive. But you couldn't, like, accelerate. So, like, it basically lost power. Yeah, okay. And, um... Cars all around you? Yes, we were in the fast lane. Oh, Lord, So, yeah. luckily, we were still going kind of downhill. Mm-hmm. So, we kind of just were able to get over. Mm-hmm. And pull <laughs> off the... Yeah, and pull off the side of the road and kind of do what we need to do. But I was, like, sitting there. I'm like, okay. And, like, thank God my father-in-law was there because he was basically, like, it, you know, it's probably not your engine. It's probably a sensor because, mm-hmm. like... Your temperature gauge didn't go up. All of these things didn't go up. You're not, like, your engine is fine. Yeah. It's something else. Okay. And so, like, he was, like. The know, voice of reason. I know. Yeah. And I was, like, thank God he was here. Because literally, if it was just me and Daniel, I would have, like, had a panic. Like, I, <laughs> and I was, I texted my mom. And I was, like, uh, I was, like, we're on the side of the road. I'm really scared. Blah, blah, blah. And then, um, and then she was, like, do you need a call? And I was, like, no, I'll have a panic attack if I talk to you. So. <laughs> Listen, I, were we at the garlic house? I feel like we were, but. Maybe not, because it's a little bit different coming out of L.A. to Vegas. Yeah. Like, the way the freeways kind of merge, merge yeah, and yeah. go around. But we were in a very sketchy, late at night, yeah. two babies. Yeah. Big Glenn in the U-Haul, me trailing behind in the freaking U-Haul. Stalled. A four-bedroom, packed home <gasps> U-Haul went out of commission. And it was cold because we were moving in right like during the Christmas holiday time. Uh, yeah, girl. Yeah. And, you know, purposely left at night so the babies could sleep during the drive and stuff like that. And I was just like, 
Jesus, take me now. Yeah. Because that was the one good thing. Jude was asleep the yeah. whole time. Please, <laughs> please let these babies stay asleep yeah. because, and it's just like, you know, I, I would always take comfort though, you know, if my husband's there or whatever. I can't get under the hood. I can't do nothing like that. But I was just like, why now? Mm-hmm. Like, it's oh, it's always could somewhere you, not you have can't. done this by the house we were leaving. That, and that's house? and that's what we said. Yeah. We were like, couldn't you have done this while we were at Please. the like in California? At least we would have had like somewhere to stay. Man. Like my stepmom could have just come pick us yeah. up or whatever. And we could have dealt with this tomorrow. Yeah, and yeah. or and, or near our house so my mom could come. Exactly. And I was like, God, why would like why would this happen? His dad was like, you. his dad was like, it always happens when you're it's least convenient. The, right. And when I was like, of course it's the it does. worst absolute time. But yeah. yeah, that that's a story I'll never forget. But I'm glad you made it. Oh uh, yeah, I'm alive yeah. somehow. Yeah, she's alive. She's, you know why? Because she's tough. Not, yeah, not really. She's, she's all the way tough. I'm like, I mean, it I t- barely hang on by listen, a thread it, half the time. It takes some form of toughness, though, to remove yourself from all these weird ass situations. That's true, but yeah. like, I feel like it's just like I get hit a breaking point. I'm like, this is it. And and same, absolute same. Mm-hmm. But I'm getting better. Mm-hmm. At making the move before I hit that, like it, yeah. it's become a a, um, a a little bit of an obsession. Like, girl, you know this is gonna go this way, mm-hmm. so start making your moves now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and that's what I even mean with the whole uprooting thing. Like, yeah, remove yourself. Yeah, you need to, if, especially if you're in some somewhere that doesn't fulfill you at all. Yeah. And it only makes your life worse. Only Do makes you your think life people miserable. Like try to force fulfillment. Force fulfillment, not seek fulfillment, mm-hmm. but force fulfillment in an unfulfilling situation, knowing that, okay, I don't need to be here. This yeah. shit ain't working. It's mm-hmm. not going to work. Da, 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 da. But those people that want to stay grounded, that want to stay yeah, rooted. Yeah, and they don't want to, like, disrupt what they have going yes. on. Yeah. And, and it's because, you know, change is scary. That's what the, That's basically what it is. Why are we comfortable with being uncomfortable? Oh, well. You're uncomfortable with being uncomfortable, or well, you're saying I'm in general, people. Yeah, like, we're uncomfortable with being. Uncomfortable. I don't want to be uncomfortable. Yeah. I work too hard to not be uncomfortable. Yeah, but, but you have the to, familiar. Yeah, I think people would rather be comfortable and and, and quote unquote safe than um, trying something new because new is scary. New, different is, is scary, but to why? some people. But um, this the matrix. Well, it's because we don't like. You know, we don't know what's going to happen. And that's like, there's endless possibilities. It's, uh, it's too unpredictable. Yeah. And I th- people like predictability. People like to know what's so going to happen. So you, you predict, I'm going to go in this job <laughs> that, <laughs> that I can't stand. Yeah. Because it's familiar. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to be pissed off this whole entire time I'm here. Yep. Make it make sense. I did that. Girl. Until I told my boss, I was like, I cannot stand to look at your face. You told him? I told her that, yeah. To her face? To her face. Where was I? You weren't there. Oh! It was It was before I met you. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, but okay. I, no, literally, I was just like, when I quit, well, she was going to fire me because I stole my client's contact. And stole, uh, it's my client. <laughs> it's your client. Like, half of them I, I have in my phone anyways, you know? <laughs> But I downloaded them off the computer or whatever, and so yeah. she knew I did that. And um, 
Which, I don't give a shit, honestly. <laughs> Sidebar. I was like, I was leaving anyway, girl. Right. Like, it does not matter to me. But on the flip side of that, not on the flip side, but a sidebar, tell tell them the whole stealing of client information. Uh, what do you mean? Like, when you're associated with these salons. And- oh, yeah, it's bullshit. Because if your clients <laughs> find out where you are, they cannot, like, they can't say your clients can't follow you. They're your clients. You've built a rapport. Yeah. You've been doing their hair. You know their hair. You know the the... Every, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and they and they really pushed at that salon like it's the salon's client. And this so is not like, the only salon that does that. They'll they'll say, oh well, you can see them instead, or them instead, or them instead, because it's the salon's client, it's mm, not yours. Sounds very cherry pickish to me. Yeah. But so, uh, yeah, uh, but I really got to the point where I could not stand to see her, and I only worked weekends, and at the time she wasn't working weekends, mm-hmm. so I was like. Perfect. Yeah. I, I really don't ever the have to see the this. The less the better. Yeah, like I don't ever have to see this bitch. But then she'd come in every now and then to like little, do something. Little pop-ups. And I'd just be like, uh. Just shift your whole energy. Yeah, and, and I so I straight up told her that. I was, she was like, ah. Honestly, <laughs> I <laughs> I just like, I cannot stand to look at your face anymore. It fills me with rage. Ooh. And she was like, yeah. and I was like, I don't think that's healthy for me. And she was like. She's like, yeah, I don't think that's healthy for me either. Girl. And I was like, probably not. Now, how long did you stay rooted? I mean, I know it was was build up or whatever Mm -hmm. because you had to go. You had to get acclimated. You had to understand the environment. And then you started to see. Probably like a year. A year. Knowing what you know now, Uh you would have been gone. You would have been removed just after Um, that. Or you think you would have. I think that I... I wouldn't change what mm-hmm. happened because I did like it, it was a learning it, it was, was a, a learning, learning experience tool. but it was also like I gained a lot of like very loyal clients mm-hmm. there and so like I, so not to, not to, to say yeah not to say that I wouldn't have gotten loyal clients anywhere else mm-hmm. but like I feel like I um I really like understood what I was doing mm-hmm. to the point where I didn't think I needed like so much help from other people okay. do you know what I mean and so then I was like okay I think I can I'll just stick it out. And then I was also pregnant. So I was like, well, maybe it's just because I'm pregnant. Mm-hmm. I'm annoyed and blah, blah, um, Don't ever think you're out of your mind. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. And then um, and then I had my maternity leave, which was like two months off. And I was like, wow, this is great. This is this is an enjoyable Yeah, I was like, life. wow. But then I got bored. You know, I was mm-hmm. like, I want to go back to work. And then um, I got back to work. I only worked on the weekends, which or I think. I worked on Fridays sometimes, mm-hmm. but then it became like, I, I didn't really get booked then, so mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not going to work it. Because mm-hmm. it was just like, I'd go in there and I'd basically just be like helping other people, yeah. which is not, like, I don't have a problem with helping people formulate and mm-hmm. color and stuff like that. But you want to be doing your thing. Yeah, but I was like, I'd rather, if I'm going to sit here, I'd rather make actual money. Because like, at that point, it was commission. Okay. So it was like, if I was sitting there, um, like, I got paid hourly. Mm-hmm. But like, I made so much over the hourly that I was not making money while sitting there. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, it just, it doesn't benefit me at all. And I'd rather be home with my you son. You'd be working on something else. Well, yeah, I'd rather be home with my son and not have to have my mom, you know, yeah. be taking care of my son, like, right, right now. And so... Because that's, that's the most important thing to me is being present in my son's life. Absolutely, 100%. And so, like, I have... That's why this I, I hate this hustle mentality. And and that's why, like, ever since I started working, like, four days a week, mm-hmm. 
I'm never going back. Mm -hmm. Like two days a week is honestly the goal, Mm -hmm. and I love (laughs) one day a week. (laughs) Honestly, I'd rather just work two days a week and then just do everything from home. Um, Because you got to be present. You can't get time back. And I and and that's the thing. Like this is the most important years of his life. Right. Like you get most of your time with your kids. Like the most time you spend with your kids is under the age of Mm twelve. So it's like after that, like. That's when they they get their own little... They become their own person. They become their own little and person. They, and they go through puberty and they change mm-hmm. and they, they don't want to be around you at all you because the they're hormonal. The yeah, because they're hormonal and crazy and yeah. whatever. Uh, Gunny, mm-hmm. you singing to the choir right now mm-hmm. because I got it three times. Mm-hmm. And y'all are about to make me lose my mind. Mm-hmm. You know you are, you little gremlins. <laughs> but um, no, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And I, you know, I, I would have a lot of mommy guilt. If, if I was yeah working gone, a lot you know yeah. working a lot and stuff yeah. like that but that's why I don't I don't agree with this hustle mentality Mm-mm. if you single and that's what you want to do then by all means yeah it. and honestly like if I didn't have a kid I'd be It'd working be five days a week yeah right, right. but like I want to be with my kid all the time all the time even even when they drive you crazy yeah it's it's essential it really really is essential and I also just like don't trust anybody else because especially Facts. the way that like daycares are here like mm. how many kids come back 10 degrees outside yeah uh, kids come back with broken legs bruises it's just yeah you know, bite marks stuff and like it, that. it's gotten relatively worse I feel you know not to say like all these daycare providers are weird or shady or whatever i i was really blessed you mm-hmm. know for the times that my kids did have mm-hmm. to experience a little bit yeah so and so did my like I, like my daycare providers were amazing yeah but um we just live in a, such a weird sketchy time right now where yeah. you know you can't be trusting you nope. can't rely on somebody nope. they're your children for a reason mm-hmm. you know i understand the concept of having to provide and do all the things but um you really really got to be there for your kids because yeah. Who's going to be there for you when you get older? You know what I mean? And exactly. I think about that all the time. It's so funny sometimes. Sometimes. I'm putting you in a home, mom. No, sometimes <laughs> when I go to the bathroom, like, you know, kids don't leave you alone. So Jude will walk in there, and then he's like, he'll rip off a piece of toilet paper and, like, rub my butt. And be like, here you go. Because <laughs> that's what I do to him, yeah. right? And he was like, he's like, here you go. And I was like, well, at least I know he's not going to put me in a home. <laughs> He's going to stick around and wipe your butt, girl. Sure is. Man, yeah. I, I, and I appreciate, though, my kids also getting bigger and mm-hmm. more self-reliant. Yeah. Like, because now our bonding is different. Yeah. You know? But, yeah, I, I, I thought about that all the time. Every every minute I was away from them. And I know moms would be like, oh, I got to get away. I got to get away. But me, good moms. You know what I mean? We we reala- we realize this is the life we chose, and we're blessed because a lot of people cannot have children. Mm-hmm. Um, so you you I would rather be at home all the time. Yeah, <laughs> but that's the thing. I just all get I just get bored. Yeah, and I need like adult interaction, which I that's, get. Yes, which I do get. When they're little like that, like yeah. Jude, I was like, I'm not watching Blue's Clues another. Second. Second. Yeah. After after uh, dinner, it's not any kids' it's, shows. Girl, I, I knew oh. all the songs. Oh, girl, me too. I'll be singing. Um, I'll just be singing it in the kitchen. I'll be doing something. I'll be I like, was watching more animated, illustrated than adult stuff. Yeah. I was like, oh, you are not joining a mommy group. Yeah. Well, and see, that's the thing. That's the thing. I just, you know, you didn't have a phone back then Girl. or something. So, like, for me, I just pop, plop my phone up, and he'll be watching whatever he's she watching. She said you didn't have a phone. 
I did have a phone. No, but like a, I- a cell phone <laughs> that you can watch shit. You know what I mean? I hate these generation. Wait, what are you? You're not a millennial. Are you a millennial? Uh, I consider myself a millennial, but yeah. I'm a, a Gen Z. I knew it. But I'm in the I'm in the middle. Um, so they call us zillennials. Okay, because because I was around for a lot of the stuff that m- millennials. I just re- knew you were and a millennial. I, like and me. I relate to millennials a lot more than I relate to Gen Z. I think so. But I grew up in an era where computers were yeah know, in the home, which is <laughs> where, different. Where computers you know? were being uh, uh, created. Yeah, where <laughs> computers weren't like dial up. Did you know about dial up? Yeah, I have had dial up. You are a zillennial. I'm a millennial, but I'm laughing right now because when she said you didn't have a phone, this is my kids. When they seen a house phone, I think it's so funny when people. (laughs) I think it's so funny when I watch kids that don't know how to hang up a phone. Listen, I can't tell you where. Okay, so in our house is is a new bill, but mm-hmm. uh, they have we have USB uh-huh. outlets. Yeah, right. And I mean regular outlets too, but there's yeah, yeah. USB right there. Yeah, some of our apartment has yeah. some of those. Too. And we never we had to have like the home phone bundle with the uh, whole yeah, internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I've had phones, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, but I've never put the house phone in this house, right? Mm-mm. So I'm like going through boxes and trying to get rid of stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I find a house phone. But mm-hmm. then I don't know where the freaking jacket... Like, Oh, my God, like the line? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, just forget it altogether because we have cell phones and stuff like that. So we went to um, my grandparents' house, uh, which my grandparents have had the same telephone number literally since before my birth. Oh okay. my god! Yeah, like the house phone for real. That was one of the numbers I can remember. When by did heart. they start like making phone numbers like seven to ten digits? When did they start doing that? I don't know. I don't know. That's definitely a good question because it's always been that like yeah. just different area codes and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, you know, I'm, I'm talking to my kids about a, a phone, uh-huh. <laughs> a landline, mm-hmm. and they are looking at me like I have done drugs. <laughs> That's so funny to me. Because it's like they've traveled, so they've stayed in hotels and they see phones. But that, I mean, to them, that's just like... Something you have in a hotel. Right, right. Like nothing a prop else. of some sort. They have them in offices. Girl, my kids don't know nothing about that life. Oh, I don't even know girl. if they've ever seen an actual um, telephone booth. Huh? I, I mean, I don't think... Do in the see, casino? Like a, like a telephone booth. You remember the little yeah they got telephone booths in the casinos well they don't they just have like a little like a little area hallway, or something like that yeah yeah but they at the um park mgm they do have a phone booth it's from is it like for it gotta be for content making yeah or no it is it's okay. a um because they have uh maroon five has like a a residency yeah and so they have a pay phone out there oh how and cute. it has all the, the letters but it has an, a working phone in it as well oh really yeah. okay and now you know people will be like oh germs I can't oh yeah i don't like, i think i would never i would never girl i did all the time yeah well, we're beyond that though <laughs> it's the it's the uh hygiene for me yeah but yeah so yeah and you know phones are like the dirtiest things oh i can only imagine people are taking their cell phones into the bathroom with them yeah so you about to wipe your culo and then touch your phone and hit some digits 
Yeah. Is that what people doing? Uh, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> and you filthy animal. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. That that's it's fun, but I I kind of see how people be feeling like, oh, I'm getting old. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. getting old because. And your kids will always remind you of how old you are. Yeah. No I, problem there. Or like just younger kids. Like I had um, a kid that I cut his hair and mm-hmm. he was like, I was like, oh, do you know who this is? It was Biggie. Uh-huh. He was like, no. Oh. And you was like. And I said, mm, okay. <laughs> and, and I was like. Jordan's face right now, you guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you know me, you know what face yeah, I'm man. But, um. Were you disappointed? I was just like, how do you not know? And then I was talking to my brother, my little brother. He's mm. 11, or 12. And um, he, he knew. Well, yeah, he knows who okay. Biggie is and Tupac. And okay. And um, he was like, he he was talking, my brother or my boyfriend was asking him like, oh, what's your favorite rapper? Mm-hmm. Or like, well, who do you think is the greatest rapper of all time or whatever? Mm-hmm. And um, he said, you know, my brother said Tupac or whatever. Oh. And, and I was like, oh, really? Mm-hmm. And then uh, he, he was like, oh, who do you think? And to, <laughs> you Dan- go to Daniel. And Daniel said, um, oh, I can't remember his name. He's from the Wu-Tang Clan, though. Method. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Method Man. And, um, and I was like, they probably don't know who it is. And, and my, brother, brother, my brother was like, he's from the Wu-Tang Clan, Jordan. I, and I love, was like, See, that's when they say these younger people, they have an old soul. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I was like, it's because of his mom, though. Definitely. Like, well, his mom is a millennial? I don't know. Is she a millennial? I don't know. Well, we won't say her age. I don't know. How, how old is she? She was 35 when she had my brother, so she's... In her mid forties, forty six. So what is that? What years are? I think that might be X. Yeah, I think so. Gener- She's Gen- probably generous. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll give Gen X a pass. Mm-hmm. Millennial, the best generation. I'm gonna keep it a buck. And not With even your avo toast. Yeah, I'm a cuddle Man, listen. In the hipster glasses. Growing up in the nineties was. Fabulous! It was absolutely fabulous. Like I was there people, for half of it. I know, I know, girl. That's why I'm gonna give you your flowers too. <laughs> um, I just, I almost feel like that was the generation that was. Things are not normal, and I hate to say not normal. Well, girl, it's because Gen X wasn't raised by nobody, so the people that were raising millennials weren't raised by nobody. Yeah, we we were so self sufficient, and and I and think- that's why <laughs> the Gen X. The Gen X, that's all they were because they were all latchkey kids. They were definitely latchkey kids. And so kids. then these latchkey kids taught their kids how to be sufficient. And then, you know, perversely sufficient. But that's what I'm saying. And then, you know, millennials are like having babies and they're like, I don't want to have these kids that like don't get to enjoy their childhood. And because so, I was robbed of mine. And so now it's like a different world. So mine's is a little bit different though because my parents were baby boomers. They were baby mm, boomers. Yeah. So, I'm a millennial. How old are your parents? Was it My dad is 60. What, when was he born? In 54. Okay. 54. And my mom was born in 57. My uncle's a boomer, but I don't know if my grandparents are. And so, my parents, they were just that hardworking, mm-hmm. good work ethic, mm-hmm. you know, and structure and mm-hmm. do what makes sense type parents. Mm-hmm. Like, 
um, there was really no room for crazy behavior. Right. And and that's how I'm I'm starting to understand this now definitely because I'm a parent, but there's no room for that weird, crazy, all over the place behavior. They just didn't understand it, right? Well, it was you know back then. Like you was, was like, wild. Yeah. You know you was wild, but and and I wasn't wild. I was creative, which could be looked at as being wild. Yeah. But I was not a um a uh latchkey like I wasn't a forced latchkey kid yeah you know what I'm saying uh-huh. like I, I definitely was a um my parents were present yeah. you know but yeah. we were very much taught to be self-sufficient yeah so we could have been latchkey kids yeah you know what I'm saying yeah but I do I have my friends have always been like older and stuff mm-hmm. and they were latchkey kids mm-hmm. like to the point I'd be like do you have a parent no. are you are you Annie? They, their parents, their parents were. <laughs> I've never the, seen their the parents. One, their parents were the ones that watched those commercials at, at ten p.m. That said, "Have you seen your kids?" Yeah, yet? facts, big facts, and so I get it. Do you, you know where your kids are? Yeah, <laughs> I get it, and and I think that's why too. A lot of millennials are so like pressed in a sense, understanding how dangerous mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. to not be present yeah because we didn't that danger was not lurking the way that it is now yeah you know our communities raised us mm-hmm. you know what i mean like yeah. and the neighbor and that's really not like not really a thing no. anymore no it's like not i grew up outside outside until it was until i was like i don't know no, I, even until I was 13, I was outside. I was walking yes. everywhere. Doing shit. Yes. Yeah. Uh, until I was like 15. And even then, it was like, girl. I was still like doing shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Facts on facts. Like, yeah, yeah we were walking. We were, girl, we used to get on the bus to like another city. Oh, yeah, no, that didn't happen. No, but it, it, we did. You know, yeah. California is so spread out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like normal, that. yeah. Yeah, like when I was living in the Valley, man, we my cousin would be like, let's go to LA. And I'm like... Girl, like three buses. Oh my god! You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. It, it was it, with telephone booths. You know. I'll we're call you when I get to the phone. phone. <laughs> yeah, for real. And we still, you know, we still had the the mannerisms of just like, you know, being cautious to mm-hmm. a degree. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It, or you always had one friend. We used to call them like a L seven. They were super square because they just was like, "No, oh, I'm not doing that." Yeah. But so we knew that that friend was at least gonna have all the sense to mm-hmm. make sure we were in a not so dangerous environment but mm-hmm. gosh times is changing yeah enjoy the ride i don't want to <laughs> anyway Woo! i think that's a perfect way to end this segment even though it had nothing to do with uprooting <laughs> um don't you love how we just never stay on topic we you guys better put it together yeah you better put it together and you better uh, understand it yeah. because I'm not redoing it. You got to listen again. You got to listen again. Listen multiple times. Yeah. Okay. Get them streams up. Yeah, get them <laughs> streams up. Anyways, guys, Um. well, thanks for listening to us. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys spending time with us. Getting to know us in a more authentic, genuine way yeah. versus what you might see on social media or, you know, if you spend a little bit of time with us in the salon, like for real, we we just gonna keep it a buck with you guys. A hundred percent. Till next time, guys. Bye.